Hello and welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I talk to comedians and other creatives, though let's be honest, just comedians, uh, about the best and worst jobs that they've had to do to get by in their uh, pursuit of the arts. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, Today I'm joined by a comedian, barista, and uh, the best thing to come out of Canada, Leslie Ian Burgess. Hello, and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get that in nice and early. Yeah. Uh, clear up the confusion of the accent. <laughs> not American. No. No. No, I'm not. How irritating is it when people think you're American? Um, I like to say it isn't, because I can't really tell the difference between our accents, especially because the longer, you know, I've been here about six years now, um, and the longer that you're somewhere, obviously, the, the sort of edges sort of wear off of your accent. I don't think I was ever like, oh, you know, you know, I don't think I was ever quite that anyway, but, so I, I sort of, in a way, I'm like, mm, but I, I, I like when people don't assume one or the other more than when people go, where in America are you from? Like, there are people who are more careful, and I prefer that because I'm like, I'm not from in America. <laughs> Please don't think yeah. that. No, well, it's just like, you know, I, I can't, as I say, I can't really judge because it's hard to tell, but I do like the approach of kind of not assuming. Yeah. Better. But, you know, it's so, fine. Because that was the other question I was going to yeah. ask. Is it easier to, like, having been here as long as you have, yeah. is it easier to uh, identify accents now? Or? Mm, not, well, not, not, well... <laughs> Is that a good answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's sort of it. It. I. I'm. I. I think I'm getting better at identifying UK accents, although I'm still not, you know, a perfect hit right on it. Uh, but Can- uh, Canadian American, I can. I can tell the difference sometimes just by people's behavior, and that sounds really terrible to say, but yeah. there is that sort of like we have that like, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, thank you, sort of thing to <laughs> us, where which you know, some obviously a lot of Americans would have as well, but it's sort of more pronounced, I think, in Canadians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so know I worked uh, at the Edinburgh Festival yeah. about five or six years ago, yeah. and I worked with an American woman. Uh, well, quite a few Americans, and they all just thought that I was Scottish because um, the Northern accent. It's but... <laughs> and and I don't talk like this. And oh yeah, <laughs> so they just yeah the just... only English accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which annoys me when <laughs> every American program is yeah. just people who were like eater educated. Like, yeah. We're not all like that. No. <laughs> But though, anyway, we got distracted immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get down to what the people paid for. Uh, what's the worst job you've ever done? So, without naming any names. Oh, you totally can if you want. Or you can oh. change them. Oh, okay. I oh. worked in the food hall of a major department store. Okay. Let's call it. <laughs> Distribute cold units. What? Selfridges. I know, it, it wasn't good, but <laughs> there was a logic there. Um, it would have been helpful if I had remembered any of the words I meant to say. Um, anyway, so I worked in a major department store, not naming any names no. after that first time. Um, and I was in the food hall. I was not even working for the department store itself. I was yeah. working, I was like at a, um, a sort of concession within the food hall. I was, it was a coffee stand. It was like, I've worked, I've worked in coffee shops sort of for years. Um, it was about four feet by four feet. Nice. Yeah. Like tiny little stand. There was a coffee machine on one side. There was like sort of things to make filter coffee on the other side. Um, that basically it was room just for me. So it was very lonely anyway, even though I was Aww. surrounded by people, I was all alone. Um, <laughs> it was right in the middle of the food hall. Uh, for one thing, people always came up to me in this tiny space and tried to purchase their groceries from me. What? Oh, like, so they'd sort of gone round, picked up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and they thought that I was somehow the tills. Okay, maybe it was so small that it just looked like it was a till. Well, the coffee machine was normal sized and looked like a coffee <laughs> machine. <laughs> but yeah, people always, yeah, like the people couldn't even buy their coffee from me. They basically had to get their coffee and then go to the tills to pay for it. But for right. some reason, people thought that I was the cashier. Um, so that happened all the time. And there were, I, I when I started um, the manager of the concession I worked at, I was like, oh, what's the dress code? I, I tend to dress, like, quite brightly or sort of quite flamboyantly, and so I kind of wanted to make sure that I was wearing the right thing, and he was like, yeah, you can wear whatever you want. So I did, which was still, like, you know, within reason, yeah. like, you know, bright-colored but, like, reasonable clothes. And within about two weeks of my starting, they changed the rules, so I had to wear all black. <laughs> <laughs> which oh. is, yeah, like, it's nice to make a difference in the world. Yeah. Um, 
but that was, yeah, it was just, it was just, it was, I was there for about, for less than three months altogether, not, I, I ended up leaving on my own sort of terms, but it was just the most, it was like being, it was like being witness to a cult that I wasn't in. Aww. Like every time I did, I did only like a few hours, like the shifts were short. I was working another job at the time as well. The shifts were short, but um, if I started first thing in the morning, there's this thing that I just, I thought was so weird where basically uh, everyone who was like full timers in the food hall at the beginning of the day uh, over the stereo, they'd play um, three songs. Yeah. <laughs> and those three songs were, um, oh God, Summer Loving from Greece. Nice. Single Ladies by Beyonce. <laughs> right. And then that, oh, what's it, that, that You're Never Gonna Get Me, what's what's that song? It's like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up on my phone and keep talking, like, I'm not looking it up on my phone. Uh, but yeah, it was like, these three songs, um, and everyone who worked there full-time would, like, sing and dance and get, like, all excited about it as if they didn't hear them every single day in the same order at the same time. And yeah. it was the spookiest thing. Uh, it was on Vogue, my lovin', you're never gonna get it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it was those three things. I thought it was so weird. So was that the point of the songs, to get people pumped? I think so, but it was always the same one. Like, it was just, like, I, I, like, I, I worked there, I, I was there at that time of day rarely, to be honest, but I sort of very quickly was like, oh, and they just acted like they were surprised? Yeah. Like, it was, it was like some sort of weird, like, ceremony they're having. <laughs> it's just really, like, it really creeped me out. That was, like, how you knew there were, like, ten minutes or whatever until the shop was opening they just played these songs and all the like all the like sort of people who clearly worked there for 20 years were just like obviously wouldn't be all those songs for 20 years maybe it was still exciting for them yeah um but they just were like they were just like oh my god and they just like danced with each other and it was really weird <laughs> what what time was that though like I, I i can't remember it would have been like before nine in the morning oh my god because it was I, it was when the shop was it wasn't open yet so i could not imagine anything worse than someone I trying know. to make me dance i know i know it's like um i went to college for theater and we had a song circle which was like we all went around and sang songs and i would have much preferred that yeah you know just kind of share but it's like it was it was weird there was like the sort of best thing about it was that there was this sort of uh, thing where people would kind of just sneak each other sort of discounts on food and Love stuff. It. Like, that was the sort of, or try to get each other small amounts of free food. And that was, like, the sort of best human connection that we had in there. But otherwise, it was like, it was just me alone in this coffee stand, and I got in trouble one day for getting some food and sitting at the coffee stand, watching the coffee stand to eat my food. Mm. They're like, no, you have to go eat it in the break room, which was this massive, like, locker room in the basement of the shop. And I'm like, but then I'd be leaving the coffee stand unoccupied. Like, I'd, if someone wanted coffee, they couldn't get it. But they'd rather I do that than, like, do what I thought was clearly the reasonable thing. Yeah. I just kept, like, there, there were these sort of floor managers there, and they just watched me like a, like a fucking hawk. Like, I just, like, was like, I'm, but I'm just doing the things the best I can. Yeah. And they didn't, like, give me any instructions on how to do anything, but they just kept, like, complaining about the way I did things. Yeah, so they only told you when you were wrong. Yeah. Rather than yeah. just telling and you what they wanted to do. Yeah, I could just see, like, these horrible, boring people who just clearly had no joy in their lives not to judge <laughs> just going around just trying to find things to write people up about and it was just so it was so awful it was like I just you know I I couldn't stand it and I yeah as I say I left I lasted less than three months working maybe like two short shifts a week there just because yeah. I was like I'd rather work full-time my other job for a bit and find something better than do this like I do not want to you yeah. know it was just the worst thing. <laughs> That's such a shame. Because as well, if you're eating your food there, then it's not like you're selling makeup. Well, exactly. It's like, yeah, I'm surrounded by food. Everyone else is getting food. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, if, I just it just seemed to be the only... Because there were, like, three little, like, stools uh, on the side of the stand so that people could sit there and have their coffee. And so, like, there was a, an obvious place to sit. And I was just, like, I was able to jump up, like, just at a second's notice and go, oh, do you want a latte? Okay, I'll make you a latte. Like, it was sort of... Yeah. I don't know how that was the wrong way to do things. Yeah. You know, no, go, go take a 20, take 20 minutes to get to the basement of the store mm -hmm. and then eat your food and then come back and just make no money for the coffee stand in the meanwhile. Like, it was... Yeah. Yeah, and you've only got a half an hour break. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I had, like, a set period of break because it was, 
Yeah, because it was all so weird. And then also there's the thing where, like, because it wasn't hooked up to plumbing at all, because it was just sort of in the middle of the floor, there was, like, this, all the, like, wastage from the coffee machine went into this, like, massive bucket that I would have to, like, carry to the back room and dump in the sink. And it was just, like, every miserable possible thing. (laughs) Like, all all the sort of posh people being dicks to me. Like, I was just like... I'm just, I'm just a Canadian in the big city. Like, it's <laughs> just like, it sort of, it was horrible. <laughs> Have you had uh, any other co- comparable, comparable uh, <laughs> shit jobs? Um, that was, that was, I think, the most, like, distinctly bleak one that I've had. I had, I've had a few sort of, like, um, my first ever job, uh, I worked for a, about two weeks at a subway. Okay. And it was near my parents' house back in Ottawa. Um, and I, just after two weeks, they fired me because I wasn't fast enough at making sandwiches. Wow. After two weeks of working part-time. Because I have been in a subway, right? Yeah. And I don't Not, not to mean, brag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't mean to be rude to the employees there, but they are, they're not quick. Well, like. exactly. They're sandwich artists, not sandwich factories. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it just was, that was, it was like also because it was my first job, so I just had a leisurely life till then, and then all of a sudden I just smelled like, you know, pickles and olives all the time, and I was yeah. like, what is this? You know? <laughs> oh, faster! Faster! Yeah, well, exactly. Apparently the owner of the franchise just, like, sat, they had, because there were cameras in the shop, and so he just sat at home and watched me on the cameras, and then when they fired me, he saw me crying on the cameras, like, you Oh. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was my first job. I was just doing my best. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, as well, you don't fully understand the world of work when well, it's your first job. Yeah, you? exactly. And it was just like, and I th- don't think I was that slow. I wasn't, I didn't, like, stop and stare at the pepperoni for, like, five minutes. I was like, you know, like, it was sort of, yeah. you know, I... I I, I'm 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 a careful sort of a person in a lot of ways, and so I'm not going to do things carelessly. I want to make sure I do things well, and then I will be quicker at doing it. As I and I think that that's an okay way to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and two weeks isn't a long time no, for anyone. If two weeks, like I, I think it was, it was, it wasn't necessarily even that long. Wow. Yeah, and it was, and I was part timer too, and also they left me alone to close the shop like within that time as well. Damn. I don't think I identified myself as an anxious person at the time, but, oh, good God, I am. Like, I sort of, like, yeah. and so I just was like, the shop's going to burn down. It's going to be my fault. Like, I just had that all these, oh, it was, it was so stressful, and I didn't fully know what I was doing. I was just like, so if I'm so, if I'm so unreliable at making sandwiches, why are you leaving me yeah. in charge of something when I've never really been in charge of anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was... That was a bit shit. Uh, I did have uh, a job once where I had to close the uh, entire building at night. Oh, God. Um, yeah, and it's like this big warehouse. And I would spend every evening at home being like, oh, my God. Yeah. Did I turn that, did I turn that off? Oh, God, it's going to burn out. Did I, yeah. did I do that? Yeah. Oh, did I leave this up? Oh, no. And that would just be my entire evening until I got there the next morning. Yeah. I, I still get that all the time. Like, I've yeah. been in my current job for nearly four years, and I know that I'm good at it, but I still get caught up in, like, the sort of, like, loop of just going... Oh no! Did I leave this on? Oh no! What if the place burns down? Oh no! Do we? Did we? We have to turn the water off when we finish it at yeah. <laughs> work now. Do we turn the water off? Oh god! Like and it's so I've I because I'm sort of not uh, generally left in charge of like managing. Like I'm mm. I I'm sort of I'm the main barista at my current job. Um, I sort of don't need to. But whenever I'm like in charge of a shift and I do have that, I just go yeah. back to going. Did I definitely lock the door? Yes, of course I locked the door. How could I possibly leave without locking the door? But did I lock the door? Like, it's sort of constant. And you know. going down in your pajamas well, just it, to check. Like, yeah, I, I did lock the door. It would be nice if, if we could joke that that definitely happened. Just, I, I had a job in Muswell Hill one time. Uh, I live in also North London. Mm. <laughs> Not in Muswell Hill, but I, I was I was just... <laughs> should I reveal Tufnell Park? It's an area. <laughs> Um, don't know why I decided to get paranoid about that. Yeah, Please don't come find me. All uh, of the people that listen yes, to this exactly. podcast. <laughs> None of whom will be people I know anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I, I ended up like taking the 20 minute bus ride to Muswell Hill when I worked in this, in this place there just to check if I'd locked the door. And I had. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had. But that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know whether, because I've done similar, <laughs> going back to check, and like you think, good, I'm glad that it is locked, 
but it was a waste of time and I never know how to feel uh, about that. Is I know it, it's strange, isn't it? It's like if if you don't check then you're just gonna keep panicking about it, but you know. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I should have just trusted that I would do things right, considering I do things right. <laughs> yeah, I know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I should trust, if anyone should trust me, it's me. And yet, <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who trusts myself the least. How is anyone else meant to trust me if I can't even trust myself? <laughs> yeah, like, after my <clears throat> one one man- management yeah. job that I've done, I just decided I cannot do a job that gives me responsibility. I know. Because I I have the same where like I I'm quite good with responsibility in lots of ways, but it's just sort of like psychologically, I just my brain <laughs> is just like no 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 no. Why have they done this? Yeah. Yeah. I just need someone else to take that. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of I I I can I'm a very good backseat manager or backseat responsible person <laughs> where I can go did you do this did you do this did you know and I'm I'm a good like sidekick to someone who's actually <laughs> in charge because I know all the things that need to get done but uh, yeah. I don't want to be the one who's <laughs> so we could definitely be deputies yeah but just not main manager <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's that's the highest I want to be a deputy comedian <laughs> that's my dream <laughs> yeah <laughs> Pretty much, just like guys, you know. I'm just trust me that I'm good at this. But also, please do not make me the headline. No, please do make me the headline. Yeah, <laughs> why am I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When when the time is right. Yeah. In fact, if you trust that I can be, then probably yeah. I can be. That's the question, though, isn't it? Like, because uh, you have to. The, there is so much self belief required in oh, comedy. Oh God. <laughs> I don't <laughs> at all. Yeah. And I think that all decent people yeah. should not have self-belief. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's terrible, isn't it? It's because of the ones who sort of... Uh, you meet you meet a lot of people who have, I don't feel have done... Like, I'm glad they believe in themselves. Yeah, it's But <laughs> in terms of this one thing, I feel like they probably shouldn't be at a point where where they believe in themselves that much about this one thing. Yeah, currently. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's sort of... I don't know. It's. I feel like it's bad to discourage people from having confidence. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. That's I think it's just a very uh, British and probably Canadian yeah, thing. Yeah, like, we, we get a lot of our traits from you guys. <laughs> oh, God, it's disgusting that those people <laughs> believe in themselves. But it's like, I don't know, it's... It, it, it's there's... Yeah, it's, it's... I've been thinking about it a lot. It's, it, it, is a, it is a weird thing. It's like... Uh, so much more of a male thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because to, um, like, certainly at our stage in the uh, <laughs> career, yeah. you have to put yourself forward for stuff. Yeah. And if you are just saying, like, yeah, I'll do the free spot, then people see you as a, a, a free act. Yeah. Whereas, like, we are more than capable of doing stuff that yeah. pays. Uh, and it, well, I, I'm, I feel like I'm speaking. I'm speaking for me here. Like I end up getting in touch with stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just, I'll do it for free. If anything, I'll pay you. And then you're like, actually no, I. Yeah, you to... yeah, no, it's it's a difficult thing. It's like when I, uh, I'm just about to do my second Edinburgh show, and with the first one, I, I sort of did two short runs, like a, a short run uh, in 2017 and 2018 of basically the same show. So and the, with the the first certainly the first year I was doing it I was just doing like seven shows, and when I got to the point where I had to do like the bucket speech, yeah, I just was so apologetic and I was just like I just appreciate you being here, thank you so much. I'm not even going to do the bucket speech. Like I just I thank you for giving me your time. I hope it wasn't a waste of your time. Like it felt like I sort of it, uh, and I I got better at it last year, but I really need to figure out how to do it properly this year because I'm doing a, a full run for the first time and I need yeah. to make back some money. Not yeah. necessarily all of it, although that would be great. But I need to, you know to, to have to have people believe they should give me money. Yeah, but then you've worked for an hour. Yeah, that's true, and it's like I and I and I've worked for I will have worked for far more than an hour too because well, like yeah. my show is all I think about, but that's just for me. It's just that's just ego. Isn't it? <laughs> well, so it's like uh, they have seen you work for an hour, but, but you've yeah, spent the like. Oh. A month writing yeah. and then testing it and then yeah. taking it back and yeah. Also, while we're at it, uh, sell your show. Where, oh, okay. where can we find you? Uh, okay, it's I'm I am on uh, every day of the fringe apart 
from the 13th. Uh, I'm at Raging Bull, which is uh, on Lothian Road. It's quite near mm-hmm. Grass Market. I'm on at 2.15 p.m. And my show is called Leslie Ewing Burgess Exists! With an exclamation mark. And it's a show about identity, but really it's just going to be conspiracy theory about how everything is about me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Mm. So, um, yeah. Did I miss all the details? It's free, but give me money when you're there. Yeah, do yeah, give yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, um, Because it's, <laughs> it, you shouldn't have to pay to go to work, I don't think. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I sort of, I'm, I'm getting that more because I sort of when I first was doing The Fringe, I was like, it's just so exciting to be involved because, like, yeah. I've been such a comedy fan for so long. It's, like, so cool to actually get to do the thing I've watched people do. But now I feel like I have... Uh, is, is capabilities enough that you know, yeah, I'm worth seeing. <laughs> yeah, because I think early doors. Yeah, uh, when you do an open mic stuff. Yeah, maybe I'd say for the first year. Yeah, uh, you shit. And yeah, it'd be weird if you weren't because you yeah. have to just keep plowing through yeah. and working out what's funny. It's like I know. Well, you see the occasional act, and it's like, and this is their seventh gig, and they're already really good, and it's just like, but uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, you like hooray! But oh. <laughs> I'm very pleased for you. Yes, me. exactly. Good for you. You're going to be a great star. <laughs> or give up. Like there's so many people that you see early yeah, doors who are fantastic, yeah. and they just I can't know. be asked traveling to Doncaster for yeah. ten minutes. Oh my god! Uh, so you just yeah give up, which is the that's the right thing to do. The sensible yeah. thing. It's, yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, I suppose if it's if you don't have whatever we have in our brains that makes us carry on even when it's terrible <laughs> then it's probably not yeah like it's not for people who don't have that i guess yeah but uh yeah. in conclusion i think uh that people need to have more self-belief yeah uh especially women yeah um, for sure i think that society teaches you to not have as yeah. much self-belief um yeah absolutely and that's why there are fewer people. Because you have to be proper. I'm the best. Give me spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I was, and it feels like I don't know. It feels so when I do try to apply for gigs, and I kind of do that. I've gigged with all these people. It feels so name droppy, but literally that is what you have to do. Yeah. But it just feels so dickish. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting, isn't it? It's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I've been on bills with such names as all these people that you've heard of, and yet you haven't heard of me. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> that you are up and coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the good people of Zero Hours podcast can see that in Edinburgh at 2.30. 2.15. But I will say it'll still be happening at 2.30, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> But aim for two fifty. Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be great because then you'll get the setup. Oh, my show, my show, uh, the, my last show that I did was about being uh, the audience's imaginary friend, yeah. and I did all the setup at the beginning because that's when setup is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every time someone walked in late, those were always the people who left because, like, you know, I just it was just me being like, anyway, <laughs> oh, I can't pick up this water unless you clap for me, which was my favorite thing to do. Um, so. Yeah, get there on time, please. Yes. <laughs> Although you lovely people who will definitely be there, and I love you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, best job, I suppose. Um, I mean, it sounds really, it sounds really sort of like uh, to say, but genuinely, my job that I have now is my favorite job I've ever had. Yeah, that's that's I've, it's yeah, it's the longest I've ever been in a job. I've been, as I say, I've been there almost four years now, and it's just like it's it's super good. It's super near my house. Everyone who I work with is so great, and it's like it's sort of such a nice like it's a it's an independent coffee shop and it's like there's such there's a certain type of people or a certain type of person who ends up working there and we just all sort of get along with each other so well and we always have like similar taste in music and just like similar sense of humor and it's just like it's really nice like it's nice to have that because it makes it really fun yeah instead of just kind of feeling like weird and lonely and being like I wish I was with my friends it's like I am like it's so so cheesy but I do love it like it's it's really really nice I often um, think it's not what you're doing, it's who you're doing it with. Well, exactly. That That is it. And it's like, you know, we'll occasionally have someone who starts there who just clearly does not. Um, they they just, they're, not, they don't have whatever the rest of us have that kind of, you know, like they, they're, they don't work as hard or they're like just, or whatever, for whatever reason, they don't really like fit in. It feels kind of shitty in those cases. So I'm like, oh, are we super like clicky? Like, are we, it's like a little clique that we formed, but it's like, it, it is, it, when when it's all people who get along, it's just like better than anything. Yeah, yeah. 
because uh, you could be emptying a nappy bin, but if you're doing it with well, people, you're like, yeah. hey. I know, it becomes like all stories that we just sort of boringly tell everyone else that we, well, I do. <laughs> I have a real problem with going, guess what happened to me today? Oh, these are people you don't know, you are not probably not interested, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I sort of, I don't talk about work that much on stage because it's, like, not, you know, interesting for material. Although there have been occasional things happen. Like, there's, I had a man one time tell me that I could probably sell my skin for a lot of money now. Wow. Yeah, that was at, that was at this job. Uh, there's bits, and I mean, it's it's also quite good because, I think because I'm sort of around people who, like, make me laugh and who I kind of, like, try want to make laugh, It make, it's really good for my brain for, like, sort of coming up with ideas for comedy stuff. And it's, like, also, you know, we do, like, 11-hour shifts. Uh, and so, and it's, like, mainly I make, like, hundreds of coffees a day so my brain has to do something else as well but it's just like so a lot of stuff that I've just said to try to make my coworkers laugh I get then go they don't necessarily laugh that much really but I'm like that was hilarious and then I write it down and that's why I turn it to material yeah that's yeah. a good yeah. place to be as well yeah yeah and also if it's with non-comedians there's no like oh okay that's really funny which of us is taking that bit? I, <laughs> I there was there was um another comedian who worked with us for a while oh, and I did yeah. have that happen sometimes it was I mean to be honest mainly stuff that I said that he was mm. like can I have that and I'm like yeah it doesn't feel like my style yeah <laughs> you know, like I like quite weird comedy yeah <laughs> So I kind of would just be like, yes, please. Yeah, take it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Fair it is. Yeah. I, um, I work with a lot of comedians Do you? Well. Yeah, because it's um, quite a performing. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because at the escape rooms, so it's like yeah. on the, the induction day, a whole bunch of people was like, oh, my God, hey. Oh, you. Hey. <laughs> like, uh, that, was, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then you do find yourself getting caught up in the whole, like, so what gigs have you been doing lately? And it's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. I don't, well, I don't it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because uh, the area that my coffee shop's in, there's, like, a lot of sort of quite successful, like, actors and musicians and stuff who come oh. who come in, which is re- always really cool. Like, I, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just a kid from Canada, and now it's like, oh, all these, like, people who are on TV shows I used to really love now are just people who I make coffees for <laughs> sort of thing, which is, like... I never can quite <laughs> wrap my brain around, but we, but there are other comedians who I know who like happen to pop in sometimes, and then yeah. they're just like, and I'm like, <laughs> and that's always, I'm sorry, I did a wave. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that it's not a visual medium, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really it's cool to have that to just have, just just kind of like. I don't know. It's just nice. <laughs> it's yeah, just nice community. Yes, yeah, it is a nice community. Who uh, who comes in? What what actors? <laughs> drop some names. Oh god! <laughs> but I just said I don't like to drop names. Yeah, uh, but you can't bring it up and then not drop the names. <laughs> uh, uh, but then I feel like that gives away who lives in the area. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, people that's, are going to find out. I'll, I'll I'll just say what things people have been on. I'll say okay. which TV shows they're from, <laughs> and I'll try and guess. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay, uh, stars of such shows as Doctor Who, <gasps> David Tennant. No, oh, that's that's denying. <laughs> <laughs> no, not David Tennant. No. Uh, stars of such shows such as um, Jodie Whittaker. No, Christopher no. uh, uh, Eccleston. No, Matt Smith. <laughs> it was Matt Smith. I'm neither confirming nor denying. <laughs> oh, okay, fair uh, Stars of such shows as as Downton Abbey, which I've never actually watched. My mum really likes it. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, but there's a few people from that have come in. Um, oh, yeah, like so, some of my favourite comedy people have come in um, as well. Uh, who else? Oh, um, what's his name? Clive Owen used to come in a lot. I don't know who Clive Owen is. Like, he was in lots of movies uh-huh. back in the day and probably still now. But, you know, at the time I was just like, oh, you're very recognisable. I think he was... Yeah, he was he was definitely oh one time one time we had uh one of the most famous acting guys come in. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like I'm the cover match. but I was like uh recovering from our work Christmas party, which was a heavy night. Yeah. Oh, it was such a heavy and it was like the next day and and I'd had like a couple hours of sleep if that. And it was like, I was sort of five in the morning. I was just like, I need to listen to Abbey Road. And then I kind of, by the afternoon, I was sort of flagging a bit. And then he came in. It was the only time I've ever seen him come in. And then he, we just weirdly got like really chatting. 
about Canada, and I don't know how. It was my coworker. It was like right before Christmas. My coworker saw me just kind of going like I was like stirring a sugar in into this famous man's coffee, <laughs> <laughs> stirring a sugar and just like very I like, like like caught up looking at it because I was just like so like what is happening like <laughs> what the fuck and so just like and so my coworker's like oh Leslie when are you going home for Christmas and I was like oh December twenty third or whatever he's like and where are you from again and I went. Ottawa and he's like is it gonna be cold and I went yeah and then and then famous actor man mm. and he'd had more syllables to give that the right <laughs> to the scansion of his name uh he was like oh it's very cold in Ottawa isn't it and I was like oh, what <laughs> how do you know I know and then we just got chatting about Canada he's never oh. he had never at the time I don't know if he has now but he'd never been to Vancouver um, and so I, I was like, you should go to Vancouver. You can see the mountains from the middle of the city. Cause my brother and yeah. sister-in-law live in Vancouver. And so I told him that and he was like, I will. <laughs> so I, I hope <laughs> that it yeah. left and went. <laughs> he could as well. <laughs> he could as well. Also, I'm surprised cause they, they film a lot of movies in Vancouver. So I'm surprised yeah. that he yeah. had not, but maybe he has now. Yeah. If ever he comes back, I'll go. So, Vancouver. <laughs> and he will not remember because it'll have barely been an incident in his life. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't like, God, saw that colorful haired tall person today. <laughs> it's going to stick with me forever. <laughs> I remember because I um, look in the Sherlock Holmes yeah. room, escape room, and he does right, yes. an awful lot of like voice over stuff. That stands uh, to reason. Yeah, uh, because he is Sherlock. Uh, and yeah. I'd, um, I was speaking to a team afterwards, and one of them went, oh my god, is he here? <laughs> <laughs> like he just stays in there all day, every day. He just locks him in a room with a microphone. And he's just, uh, uh, I haven't seen him as much recently. Oh, it's because he lives in that <laughs> escape room now. Yeah. Sadly, his his room is the only one that cannot be escaped from. <laughs> yeah, we just lock him in. The Cumberbatch <laughs> cave. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and you're going on this mission. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like prod him with a stick and he falls asleep. Yeah, <laughs> feel like nineteen eighty four. God, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, can you... it was going so well for him for a while. Yeah. Did you see the pictures from the Met Gala? No. Oh, it was like last night, and it's just like I was like, the theme was camp, and so everyone was dressed like sort of very flamboyantly. But he was there, just like wearing a white suit and a cowboy hat, and everyone was very confused by it. <laughs> He's come, really nice, though. Come broke back mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's a, he's a like really nice man, though, from my limited experience. Yeah, but um, I've never seen him in since. I was no, like, oh, I guess I made a bad impression in spite of our lovely conversation. But maybe he could see the come down in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great coffee shop. Just all of the staff were fun. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though, like it was. <laughs> And there were only two of us there because it was really quiet at that point. So the others were like off. Like there's four of us working normally, and the others were just like um, off doing whatever. And so it was just me and the chef there. And so it was just this quiet, massive space with two of us. And I was just like, <laughs> mountains. <laughs> So you think that it was quite an eloquent conversation, but do you think yeah, that it was probably... No, it's just me, being, me doing one long scream. <laughs> Why haven't you been to Vancouver? <laughs> you must go! Yeah, yeah, well, well... Go stay with my brother and sister-in-law! <laughs> you can see the hills. You can crash on their couch, it's quite small, but I've slept there! <laughs> oh, poor bastard. <laughs> Uh, uh, Not all of Canada is as cold as other parts. <laughs> Vancouver's climate is comparable to here. Comparable. <laughs> well, luckily he never has to go out now because he's locked in a <laughs> That's true. In a cupboard in yeah, No longer bush. spoiled for Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take what we give him. God damn it. <laughs> It's just made me deeply sad, this yeah. premise. <laughs> yeah, I should say, uh, for the record, we don't have Benedict Cumberbatch locked in a cupboard. Thank God. <laughs> I was really worried. <laughs> That's why he hasn't been in. Yeah. Then the same thing again. I think he's got a family to look after. Yeah. Him. And also, we, there were those pictures from the Met Gala, but you guys could have you yeah. guys could have sent them. <laughs> Wear this hat! Yeah, we know. It's a really long chain. But he's <laughs> Chain to the table. <laughs> Chain to the states. Yeah, I've got to come back. 
so this is a question that I always want to ask people, right? Yeah. And I always forget to ask people. I think it's really interesting. What job did you want to be when you were a kid? And then did you ever achieve it? I had two. And you can decide from this whether I've achieved them. <laughs> Go on. Okay. The first one was a famous singer. <laughs> And are you a famous singer? Yes. Um, oh my god. <laughs> just such a pop star. <laughs> um, it was just like, I, I don't, like, I, I sort of, I did, I, I do, I do really like singing. Um, I, I'm sort of trying to work that more into my comedy because I'm like, mm. I really like singing, but I'm afraid to do it in front of people. Um, but... I, I, I just, it was like, I think it was like the time of the Spice Girls and like Britney Spears and all those things. I was just like, I want to be one of them. I was just this like fat, overly tall kid. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be a famous singer. Um, so that was, that was one of them. I did take singing lessons, but we didn't learn how to do any, like the, the school that my teacher was amazing. She was so, so, so good and so nice. And, and she was like, she was like probably like my brother's age, but she was like my, my brother's like eight years older than me. Um, but she was like, she was almost like a big sister to me in a way. Like she had Aww. that kind of like influence on me. Like she was just genuinely my friend. She was, she was so good. And we just mainly spent my singing lessons eventually with me just talking about a boy I liked. <laughs> just like, and today he looked at me. Um, uh, so, but they weren't allowed to teach how to read like music or how to do proper breathing or anything. It was a really mm. weird singing lesson. Like this place clearly wasn't, didn't have any actual qualifications. Like mm. they were like, I think free or very discounted. Cause my, my dad is an artist and he had, like painted he'd done like murals like on the doors and stuff for the place and so I think that through that there was some sort of a deal where mm. because because I wanted to be a famous singer I was able to have singing lessons yeah yeah and so um yeah so I kind of eventually I just we stopped even trying to do it was like just sing along with karaoke tapes yeah which I just was like and it was not even I didn't necessarily even get to choose the songs oh. one of them was definitely the theme from Beauty and the Beast <laughs> one of them was a country song I was just like what is this like anyway so that was uh and then I applied for like this performing arts high school um for vocal music but because i could not could not do proper breathing or read music notes you know <laughs> didn't get in uh and the dream died Aww. um but that's okay because i thought you're gonna be like i'm actually beyonce yeah <laughs> actually, oh the just the <laughs> longest con <laughs> what a strange character to play <laughs> i just chose to live in a house show and be a barista in london yeah exactly <laughs> and just like of all the imagined people to be choosing to be there <laughs> so that's the least believable character <laughs> so my name my name is several syllables long uh, <laughs> Beyonce Ewing Burgess <laughs> Beyonce Erica Ewing Burgess um yeah so that was that was the one and then the other the other dream was to be an Egyptologist nice yeah uh what what was the <laughs> I just really liked ancient Egypt <laughs> Yeah, wanted to, you know, I figured if there were any more mummies to be found, I was the one to find them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I should have tried to find a, a way to, like, combine the two. Yeah, Imagine. singing Egyptologist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we found a body. Yeah. Tutankhamun was found a long time ago. <laughs> I don't think that would have been my style of music. <laughs> no. Jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> That would definitely get kids in, uh, interested in history, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just mean, <clears throat> I feel like kids shouldn't have to be gotten interested in, in ancient Egypt. It's like, you know. It's very cool. Very cool. That's yeah. like, you know, I never wanted to be an archaeologist. I just wanted ancient Egypt stuff. Like, I just... Yeah. Like you know. the drawings <clears throat> on the wall. Exactly. Yeah, I love a bit cats. of drawing on the wall. <laughs> you know, well, just, you and know, like... Angles. Exactly. Putting put, putting different internal organs in different jars. Yeah. You know, all my passions. <laughs> Yeah, your room is in your house. It's just just gross. Gen genuinely, when I was like twelve years old, I was like, my, because my parents have they like, have this like amazing house. It's like painted all these like amazing different colors and stuff. My, as I say my dad's an artist. My mom 
loves bright colors and so their house is great mm. when i was 12 i really wanted to make my bedroom into a tomb room as i called it but of course yes. yeah and so we I, th- I don't think we ever actually did it but i like you know got like sort of like little like drawings on papyrus and we got the stuff to start to decorate but then i think i got past that phase <laughs> you know it was i was like i was gonna have like a, a bedroom that looked like a tomb <laughs> I'm not morbid. Yeah, never want, have been, never will be. I just want to sleep in a grave. Exactly. I just want to feel that I'm sleeping like I am a dead royal. <laughs> what of it? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, put the cat in here with me. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at what point was that sort of like uh, the dream died uh, when the bedroom uh, I, renovation didn't just, go through? I've always... <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we can't paint your bedroom this way. Oh, no, I'll never be an Egyptologist. <laughs> My parents are very encouraging, so no, it's just, I, I'm just flighty. I'm just very flighty. I always I always sort of have been, especially at that age. I was so, like, I was always, I always had so, like, I always had obsessions, and I just flitted back and forth between them, just mm-hmm. like nothing else. Um, so, yeah, that was basically, you know, I think maybe yeah. at the time, I, I I can't remember whether I, I think I must have wanted to be a famous singer after, but maybe it was always both because I, mm. yeah, because I think that must have been when I was about 12. Um, and I and it, I applied for music high school when I was like, you know, 12 or 13. So it must have, they must have coexisted. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird how all the girls, because it was um, when I was growing up, yeah. um, all the girls wanted to be singers and all the boys wanted to be footballers. Oh, yeah. And that was just. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the dreams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have no singing ability at all. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be a singer. <laughs> and yet I still say I want to be a singer. Yeah, well, that's it's like I did I did always really like singing. And I think I, I can be good at it. But I sort of I, you know, I sort of have no musical ability. Otherwise, like I yeah. did, I tried very briefly, like I've had so many phases in my life of just like being like, now I'm gonna do this artistic thing. And so then, you know, I like I tried to learn guitar, but barely so I can mm. play like Ode to Joy. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Um, I, I when I was like 20, I ordered a viola. It was green. Uh, I ordered a green viola uh, on eBay or whatever. And I maybe figured out how to play hot cross buns kind of yeah. like it sort of and it was like a very much a student viola as well so it sounded like shit like yeah at its best it sounded terrible um <laughs> it was very pretty though um yeah so it was just like i i kind of i just never had the com- sort of commitment needed to like actually learn any <laughs> instrument you know i just sort of was like ah, i just i just because i got to the point too where i was just like yeah well like through high school i always like wrote tried to write angsty lyrics yeah. You know, just just as a little saddled teenager, just like you know, I I think I failed like two classes because I was like I I hated the teachers and it was like a math class and like my second year of Spanish, which yeah, I didn't remember anything from the first year and just the <laughs> teachers I I didn't like them and I was just like no, I just want to write angsty lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just sat in class just like writing sad poems. <laughs> but do you think, because uh, I know like there's a lot of uh, comedians who, who do similar, do you think that it is just trying to find, knowing that they, you want to do something, yeah. but n- just going through everything until you find it? I think that that absolutely is it, because I, I went to college for theatre as well, because like, at some point during high school, like in drama class, I was like, I like doing this, and so then... I pursued that for a while and then realized that I never felt comfortable really acting. Like, I sort of never felt like I was any good at it. And also, I hated the fact that, because I've always sort of dyed my hair, like, bright colors and stuff. And then in college, it was, like, because I was taller than everyone else and everything, for some reason, I always got cast as, like, the mother character and stuff. And I'd have to wear wigs. And I was just like, oh, I don't don't like that. And it's just, it just, it never really, I directed a play in college, which I really enjoyed. That was, that was really, really fun. Um, But... A lot of the stuff I didn't have, whatever all the other theater kids had, you know, where they're like, I want to do this forever. And I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, I just, you know, (laughs) when we got to choose our own monologues, I'm like, I'm going to play a drug addicted teenager. But otherwise, (laughs) I just got like stuck in the most boring roles. Yeah. Um, And so I kind of it was like when I was moving here, I sort of was like, I don't I, I was sort of not I was stage managing stuff sometimes back in Ottawa, like 
which I was never any good at in college, but it was like what was available in theater. But then that made me just really dislike actors because (laughs) I would like stage manage plays um, for this one theater company. It would be like the entire summer I'd be there. And it was really nice. It was a really nice experience. I did this for a few summers, but the entire summer I'd be there and I'd be there for every rehearsal. I'd know everyone's name. I'd know every character's name. I'd know basically everyone's lines. I'd know the play inside and out. And then I had one or two people uh, at the end of things just being like, sorry, what's your name again? At the end of this process, so uh, I've been there for, and I'm just like, uh, and we're like, they, you know, they forgot to mention me at the like final, like at the like p- wrap up post show thing or something when yeah. everyone else got mentioned. I'm like, but I put everything into this, you know? And so I sort of was like, I don't. It is so thankless, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I remember uh, I, I did tech work as well. Yeah. So uh, one of the dancers went, Oi, techie, get over here, this needs fixing. And you're like, Wow. <laughs> I I yeah. am here before you are. Yeah. And I leave way after you yeah. are. And I clean up your shit and I build the set. <laughs> I know. It's like I've, I've sort of got no dancing ability and I still remember the choreography from one of the musicals I worked on because yeah. I was just, you know, I saw it all the time. And so it was called Back to the 80s, a totally awesome musical. Love it. <laughs> and every time I hear songs from it, I'm like, look at this dance that they did to Love Shack to whoever's <laughs> around. And it's very boring for them. <laughs> it's one thing they're like, guys, guys, look. Um, but you look great. I'm sure I do. I'm just, I just have so much natural grace and charisma. <laughs> the elegance of a swan. Yeah, very much. When people see me, they go, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think people need to have uh, more respect uh, for technicians because yeah. they work so hard and they work so many hours, so many hours. I know. And that's like, I was, it was definitely not a thing I was particularly skilled at. Like I did in, in, in high school, I was on tech crew and I did lights and I was, I was all right at that really, but I never, I was sort of good at running the board, but didn't understand yeah. it, you know? And so I was like good at the actual process, but just when... If if anyone had any questions, I'm still like that like that with a lot of things where like the things that I know how to do, I'm very good at, but I'm like good at the like artistic side of it. Yeah. Where whereas like the stuff like oh why does this do this? I'm like no no idea <laughs> no idea. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I was never great at tech stuff, but I was like it was it was nice it was nice in a way to stage magic apart from the fact that it made me just go never theater again never. Yeah. <laughs> and then so when I was moving to London, I was just like I I know I want to do something performance related. Like I sort of I I, I had this I basically came up in a, with it, with a definition in my brain of what I wanted to do because I'm like I can be anyone when I move to London. What if I can find a way to perform, but as myself with stuff I've written? And I never <laughs> thought, oh, comedy is what I am describing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll do a one woman show <laughs> you know like genuinely and, I, and somehow like I, I did joke to my best friend one time I did say to her like not uh, joke is a strong word but I, I think it was when I'd really gotten into panel shows I was still yeah. out of them I just like was watching panel shows all the time and I was like um I said I said to my best friend I'm like what what if when I move to London what if I do comedy and she was like you should because I've always really made her laugh, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, but can you? I I wouldn't." <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. you know, lo and behold. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good because I think it's uh, it is one of those things where it's all completely you. Yeah. So if it goes well, that's all yours. But then if it goes badly, that's also all yeah. On you. Well, it, and it, but it's 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 interesting because it's like yeah, such a sort of it's I find I find the way that it's sort of influenced my confidence or has affected my confidence has been has been really good because I've always sort of been I'm I'm such a I'm I'm I I'm very sort of equal part shy and like I'm you know introverted and extroverted which I think is fairly normal really like you know trying to find people as one or the other is ridiculous because no one's just like look at me literally all the time or not many people are I guess you know other than actors but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's just you know it's it's, uh, but I just kind of like uh, the difference between me when I'm sort of like nervous in a situation when I'm comfortable around people is astronomical because I'm either completely silent or like (laughs) look at me I'm doing funny things and so it's it's interesting because this made me a lot more performative as a person all the time in mm-hmm. doing comedy. Because I suppose when you a few like when hundreds of times you get in, up in front of people and go, "Look at me!" It will it, it will bleed into your normal life as yeah. well. 
But then do you find yourself like uh you find yourself slipping into just uh comedy Leslie? Yeah. Even, like, even though in situations you're like, oh no, just need to pull that back because yeah. doing that. Now. Well I, I genuinely have had many times with my 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 excellent, wonderful flatmate, so I love, but like I, I've had I've had several times where I've been like try- at home and telling them a story and they've all like I've just come in late last, uh whether or not I was like at a gig or whatever. Mm. They'll be sitting on the couch and I'll just be standing there telling them something I'm like, oh I'm just I'm just doing a comedy at you now. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah, sorry. I'm just like, oh, and then I was like, blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just sort of and so it's a bit <laughs> probably obnoxious. <laughs> No, I think it's uh, it's very easy done. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like yeah, this it's whatever that exists within all of us that draws us to it in the first place. That's yeah, a, yeah, neediness. Yeah, I exactly. Yeah, very yeah. Needy. I just really want everyone to know that I'm great, yeah. and I don't know how else to make that happen <laughs> apart from to do this thing that people will tell me I'm brave for doing all the time. Yeah, I'm not brave. No. I'm just ne- that not needy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, oh, I could never do it. Yeah, probably not. And that's why you have not tried. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you that's know? fine. Yeah, if you if you thought you could do it, you would probably be at least working towards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's like when they say, "Oh, I don't know how you do that." Yeah, then that's why we live different lives. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Okay, shall we finish on uh, a historical bad job for yes. perspective? Uh, so we were discussing this just beforehand, and I think that this is the stereotypical bad job that everybody thinks of. Um, when you say a historical bad job, and that is the groom of the stool, um, which is wiping the king's off. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So was, I said that as if we hadn't talked about this yeah, before, even though Catherine has already established <laughs> that we had. Uh, we've very much talked in depth about this. But it was... Um, so I, the, uh, the one that everyone... The king everyone thinks about uh, is Henry VIII. And I think that's because that is the worst person's arse the, of the monarchy that you could consider wiping. Yeah. Uh, given that seventy percent of the Tudor aristocrats' diet was meat, <laughs> and also um, he had uh, a fifty-four-inch waist, gout, and oh, syphilis. No. Oh God! Uh, and he weighed so much that he had to be winched into a saddle. Um, and that is not the ass that you want to be wiping. No. Is it really? I mean, I, I've, I'm not sure what the ass I'd want to be wiping would be, but that's certainly not it. I object to having to wipe my own. Oh. <laughs> you need a groom with a stool. I do. Yeah. I do. Will you be my trusted stool groom? No, but I like you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I th- I'm very fond of you, but that's okay. I, I'm, you know, that's... I'm happy at the coffee shop. <laughs> that's very kind. Yeah. <laughs> also, I could definitely not match your wedge at the coffee shop. Um, so. That's true. Well, uh, I think that is our time. But have you got anything that you want to plug? Um, I've already, I've already plugged my show, so I suppose that's probably about it. You can follow me on Twitter if you yeah. want. I don't post many things, but I'm working on it. <laughs> the things uh, you do I'm, post are banging. Yeah, it's just, it's just rare. I sort of had a lot more confidence in just tweeting whatever before I would was like, oh, I need to try to be funny. Yeah. And so now I mainly just promote things. So if you want to see me promote things, <laughs> my Twitter's the place. I'm at Rainbow Ziggy. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm that on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see my face. Mm-hmm. And occasional photos of of things that are slightly misspelled that I find funny. For instance, recently I posted a picture. It was of some grapes, but it said red grap. That uh-huh. was good. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's sort of that's sort of it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, yeah. thank you for coming to the studio. Thank you for having me. It's where, been really fun. <laughs> the studio where I keep all of my things and live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The studio where you sleep all the time. Yeah, that's much so like cool. that when the cover sleeps. He's covered. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. Bye.